Welcome to SADCAST, the podcast for working creatives. This is episode 67. I'm your host, Pamela Rooney's creative director and co-publisher of the physical magazine SADMAG. I was watching a talk recently on It's Nice That by Katrina Bianchini, and I just want to share something from that talk, which is something I think about often and uh, we talk about at Rethink. So she's talking about asking yourself if you're making work for yourself or are you making work for someone else. So I find that... um, Often the work I create freelance um, is work I like more than the stuff I do at my day job. And and obviously there's a lot of factors involved there, like maybe smaller clients and um, different things like that. But at the end of the day, uh, when I work freelance, it's me that needs to say, is this good enough to share with the client? Would I be happy if they chose this direction? And I think I'm pickier when it comes down to be making those decisions. And sometimes at work, I might get lazy and I want to leave that decision up to my bosses or maybe I'm making something I think they would like or the client would like rather than what I love. And I mean, I know that sounds kind of selfish to say like, <laughs> I, I need to make something that I love, not what the client likes. But you know, like sometimes clients don't know what they need. It reminds me of this quote from Henry Ford. If I asked people what they wanted, they'd have said a faster horse. So doing exactly what they want is not always in their best interest either. At Rethink, we try to temper that and we say, give them what they ask for, show them what they need. So we do the version that they want and then we do the version that we like just to, so that something that we can actually live with. That's a good practice to get into. I think the better, the better version of the two, I still have a hard time though making in my voice at work. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm dealing with more corporate clients and I'm trying to be realistic at what I'm making. It's a balance. It can be hard to feel proud of everything you work on creatively if that's your full-time job or even if it's not. Uh, this year though, I you know, I don't want to settle. I want to try to always show something I love in the mix, even if it's with some safer options. At least then you know you tried, right? So we have a tradition at Rethink to make a creative resolution for the year and we share it with everyone and try to keep ourselves accountable. So I'm going to share mine with you. It's maybe a bit crazy, maybe a bit lofty, but here goes. I want to try and design something so fresh and so disruptive that it starts a design trend. Like, it's almost laughable. I don't even know, like, how you'd prove it was you. And it's hard because you're always making stuff, you know, like my mind's like a blender of everything I've ever seen. So I don't know if that's possible, but, (laughs) you know, that's what goals should be like, right? So we'll see. And I want to know your creative resolutions too. So please share them with me. Uh, Check our Instagram stories for that cue at sadcastpod. My guest for today is the insanely talented letterer and artist Mega McGrath. If you live in Vancouver, you've likely seen her street script series of hip-hop lyrics pasted around the city. Or maybe you've checked out her rap calendar with even more beautifully lettered lyrics in it. She's worked for clients like Red Bull and Nike, and I'm excited to see what she's working on next. Here's my chat with Mega McGrath. Yeah, welcome. Thanks. Yeah, so happy to have you here. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been a long admirer of your work. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Sweet. Particularly, well, my rap calendar just ended. Should I should have asked oh, you to I bring me? Oh, I should have No, I should have oh asked God, you to bring me one. I forgot. Ah, okay, oh, whatever. I'll, I got you. I'll order it. I got you. Okay. No, 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 I got you. All right, we'll figure <laughs> it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah, no, it was up at work, and every month, like, we just, like, laugh at the, 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 <laughs> the lyrics. I yeah, know, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. So good. Yeah, I'm excited to see what you came up with. And, like, 
were the lyrics for this new one um, kind of more old school as well, or? Um, I kind of, since we brought on other artists, I kind of like left it up for them. Oh, to for them? the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes there was like very straight, like I want this Travis Scott lyric, but then like other times I'd be like, you know, here, just do Jay-Z, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And then that worked out really well. Yeah. Because I kind of have a hard time relin- relinquishing control sometimes, but it's yeah, kind of nice. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how, yeah. Yeah, how was it? Because, I mean, you made the, the last one yourself, mm-hmm. which is a shit ton of work, obviously. Oh, my God. So, like, so in much. that respect, I'm sure it's nice to give it up to other people, but also it's like, oh. Yeah. Are they going to do as good a job? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I actually really enjoyed the process because yeah. it, it – when you like bring on other people to to create something, you create something that's bigger than yourself. Yeah, and that's like you know me and Lauren, who is my business partner on this. It, before it was like just the two of us, and she we were always like long distance because she's in London or I was in New York or something like that. And it always just be the two of us not talking to anyone else for like three weeks yeah, and just like concentrating and getting it done. And that was like a surefire way for misery because I'm <laughs> not like I, I I need I'm the type of person who needs interaction. I like yeah. to I like to communicate. I like to you know work with people and. So so this was like a happenstance that just like it was an idea that just popped in my head. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to try this. And then it ended up being like the best experience because I'm working like with my hands with all these artists and like directing them, even though they're not here locally in Vancouver. A lot of them are in New York and yeah. L.A. and London. But um, it was just such a good feeling because you're creating something that's bigger than yourself. And yeah. therefore, it even touches more people, too. Yeah. So it was a good experience this time. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah I guess it probably opens up more of an international audience for totally. it too. Yeah, because yeah. all of those people are probably sharing it and everything. Totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sweet. Because I remember seeing you like, I want to say, was it like November? And it wasn't mm-hmm. like even done? No, I was like, I know. stressed for you. I was stressed for I you. I spent about two weeks really, <laughs> like I wasted about two weeks just like arguing with myself whether or not I should do it. And, <laughs> you know, you waste a lot of time when you do that. Sometimes you like I don't know the pressure is good. Are you someone that procrastinates a project until you feel that like pressure or um, normally? Yes. Yeah. I hate that I am. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um I do that too. I, I don't know. know. But usually like I don't know cuz I'm so busy. The thing I'll do before that the project that's really due, I'll do the other stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like not due into yeah. like I don't know like like it's really bad prioritizing yeah but it's like somehow I I don't know I like can't do the hardest thing no I'm the same way I need like I need a little bit of pressure yeah and that's probably why I do freelance is because it's like I like to put that on myself I guess yeah self-sabotage but whatever yeah how do you manage being freelance do you feel like it's working for you or is it feel kind of not secure and scary Uh, you know there was a bit like, I think I was away in September for about a month in Europe, and then I came back, and I was like, what am I doing? Where am I? Like, like I was just so off kilter. I come back, and I was like, do I need a job? Like, should I, you know? Mm, and, mm-hmm. and then, like, I looked at it objectively, and I was like, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could have a job. I don't think that, like, because for me, it's like, if I don't, care about something that I'm designing I can't do it yeah like it just yeah. it just shows like yeah it, it's so obvious I wish I wasn't that way I'm that way with people too it's like if I don't if I don't connect with you it's like I just I can't yeah you know I can't fake it yeah, yeah it yeah. sucks but um I realized that about myself I'm like you know what no I I'm 
and then you just like I had to make a decision then and there mm-hmm. and I, I did a lot of you know self-work and stuff and I was like you know what I'm just going to decide mm-hmm. and you just you just make the decision and then everything else kind of falls into place yeah. I was like you know what I'm not if I'm not going to do this if I'm not going to get a job then I'm going to work really 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 fucking hard at, at doing my own thing mm-hmm. and, you know that involves getting up early that involves you know sometimes going to isolation not talking to people for days yeah. not seeing your friends yeah. but if I get to do what I love and I have to work harder at it, then that's okay. Yeah. And it's like as soon as I made that decision, everything kind of just fell into place. Yeah. It was like I was really scattered. I was looking for a job. I didn't know. I was like, where should I work? I don't. I don't know. Like yeah. I was look, like on Google. Like <laughs> oh no. I was, I was like oh, I was so depressed about it. And then yeah, I just decided. And from that point on, I just everything just started working out. And awesome. I just you know, the projects just like piled on top of me all of a sudden. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. I've been doing freelance for years, but that was like a really defining moment. It was a couple months ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, How do you stay like motivated? You know, like you mentioned like working with other people, but like you are like solo in your house. You're like emailing people, (laughs) but you're like, it used to really get to me. I used to like hate working at home, but then you know, I, I started to on I started focusing on making my house really beautiful. Yeah. And uh, the place that I love to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so important for me to have like n- nice things around me, nice plants, nice. Uh, like I like I love being home because it's like my sanctuary. Yeah. It's my creative den. Yeah. Whereas before, you know. I had to live in, I was in New York for like four months and I was like living in this basement and I hated being at home and I couldn't, I couldn't get any work done that yeah, way. Yeah. So I really focused on creating an environment, creating like a, uh, how do you say, like, like rich soil for me yeah, to, to grow yeah, in, you know, yeah. plant myself where I can grow. So I really focused on that. And I realized also that when you love what you do, it doesn't really matter. Like, uh, if I am um, super involved in what I'm doing, if my heart's in it, I don't care if I don't talk to anyone yeah. for six hours. Yeah. I don't care because, uh, you know, yeah. I'm so in tune and aligned with what I'm making that yeah. it's okay. Do you think that people who are, like, in tune with their work like that and kind of have, like, a rich, like, interior life are somehow not as good connecting with other people, like emotionally or having like those kinds of relationships like do you think it's either you know you're you have like this family life this like life filled with I don't know kids and whatever mm. or you have this creatively fulfilling life and it's sort of like a insane question no no that makes sense so are you asking if it's like harmonious relationships as well as harmonious with yourself work-life balance yeah do you feel work-life like balance well oh, it's I, I mean work-life that. balance <laughs> in the sense like do you think you could have like really good relationships with the people and like really good work at the same time you know i think that is possible Kay. i haven't figured out how to do Kay. that yet Kay. Kay. <laughs> but i mean that's I why i asked <laughs> i want to know also yeah no i i think that's definitely achievable and i think that a lot of it i mean it all stems from like i think when you are really aligned with yourself and you are really aligned with your work then naturally everything else kind of just aligns Mm -hmm. because you know I I love the saying it's like peace here peace there hell here hell there yeah and that's like is so about if if you're uh, if you're frantic in your mind state then everything around you is going to be frantic yeah and if you are at peace and and happy with what you're doing what you're making what you're creating and then everything about your life is going to kind of stem from that place yeah and 
for me, I'm still finding that balance, definitely. Yeah. But I do feel that now that I've really aligned myself with my work and my purpose and all these kind of things, that, that everything just kind of is, yeah. is naturally falling into where it's supposed to. Are you a spiritual person? Yeah, very, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Do yeah. you meditate? Every day. Yeah, really? Mm. For how long? Well, I do about at least 10 minutes. Okay. Sometimes more. Do you have like a like a mantra or like yeah, yeah. I do. It's so lame. Oh my god! Please tell. I us. can't tell you because it's like it's like a paragraph long, and I have to say it every day when I wake up and every day before I go to sleep. Wow! Yeah, it sounds a bit OCD. <laughs> it is a little bit. <laughs> like, is it sort of like if I don't, then like the world will? No, collapse? it's not like that. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes it's so hectic that yeah. I just like today I was doing it when I was brushing my teeth. I was like fuck. Like, can't do both at the same time. But Did you write it or is it something? Uh, yeah, I actually based it off of um, uh, the the framework for Think and Grow Rich. It's by Napoleon Hill and he has this whole kind of, you know, it sounds really cheesy. and But if you can get past that cheesiness, there's, there's so much goodness in there that is just like so vital to your to the human experience that I think it's really important. But okay. there's a chunk in there that tells you how to create a... Um, not like a mantra, but uh, like a mission statement mm -hmm. per se. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, about how much money you're going to make, about how you're going to achieve it, what you're going to do for that money, mm -hmm. how you're going to, oh, like in detail listing the things that you want to do. And, and, and it's crazy because as soon as I started doing those things, these little tiny little nuggets of opportunity kind of just start sprouting mm -hmm. up that are exactly mm -hmm. yeah. what I see and exactly what I'm asking for. So I don't think it's like... I don't know. I, d I think that there is definitely an aspect of like law of attraction there, but I think it's more about just programming your mind, like you're programming your subconscious mind to be attuned to what is happening around you because yeah. that's like, you're not always going to be aware all the time of, of what's going on, but your subconscious mind is always working for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's always picking up things. That's why when we dream, we see like things that are so random in the day, you know, it's, yeah. but it's, we didn't even notice them, but they just show up in our dreams. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird, but we just, if we reprogram our subconscious minds, we can focus on, yeah. on creating these, this life that we want. And, but like also without even really trying, just by s programming it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember um, your dreams often? Do you, like, try to analyze them? I wish I tried to analyze them. Uh, my dreams are just a shit show, and sometimes I don't, I haven't been sleeping the best lately, so mm -hmm. when I don't sleep very well, then I don't get the best dreams, but uh. the dreams are really cool. I often try to, like, figure out what's going on, yeah. and they're, they always seem like way more insightful, or maybe I'm like putting that on, on them. Recently, no, they I'll tell are. you a dream. Yeah, this please. is <laughs> maybe it's like TMI, but whatever. <laughs> Not like gross. It's just that. Um, okay, so I dreamt that I was in prison with co-publisher of Sad Mag, <laughs> Katie. It was like a white collar prison. Okay, okay, okay. Not like you know. And I was on the phone with one of our um, sponsors, who is like I'm not gonna name them, but they're like, you know, tr trying to like stopping our sponsor mm. but in the dream it was like a it was a man and he was bald and I don't know who he was but I was like trying to convince him to send us money and then he had a heart attack on the phone oh my god and I'm like oh the prison is sad Meg oh yeah <laughs> and, and this guy is our sponsor yeah 
Like, oh my god. Damn, no, they're very representative <laughs> like that. It's yeah. crazy. It's terrible. I know. I'm like, oh no. I know. Yeah. Oh, I just came up with one that I can share. A mantra okay. that I can share. Okay. Okay, so this is my favorite one. It okay. changed my life. So you have to, whatever, if you're interested, read the book. It's, it's whatever. But in that statement, it says that everything that I want is coming to me in the direct proportion that I can deliver to the services I intend to render in return for it. Okay. And I love that. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, that's what motivates me. It's that's like, what gets me up in the morning is because it's like, I know it's over there, but I just need to do the work that gets it over here. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, that that's just... It, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I like that because it's like active. It's not just like, oh, exactly. I want this thing. It's get, It's got to come to me, exactly. and I don't have to do anything. Exactly. Yeah. I have to. I have to Very put proactive. in the work. I have to do that. I have to show the work, and, and yeah, that's the only yeah. one I can really share. No, that's yeah. great. <laughs> do you feel um, super happy with your work when you're done? Always or? No, of course not. Hey, There's you know what? <laughs> I've asked a lot of. I usually ask this question. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the only people, the only people that say, oh, yeah, are guys. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, really? The only. Yo, I, I can see that. Yeah, it's really fascinating. No, that's so true. I can actually see that so hard. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I mean, I definitely go through that artist process where it's like, you know, that like numbered list of like, uh, what is it? The artistic process. Number one is like, I have an idea to or like. Uh, this is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Three, you start making it and you're like, oh, this is shit. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. four is, I am shit. <laughs> yeah. And then five, you're like, oh, this might be okay. And then the last one is like, oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. That's definitely the motions that I go yeah. through. It's yeah. like, I, I, so what am I doing? Like, this sucks. This fucking sucks. What, yeah. what is this? And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh, damn. Like, I did that. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's good. No, it's good. I feel like I get stuck in that like level four sometimes. I know. But then also times when that happens, I show people they're like, this is amazing. I'm like, oh, I have no idea. Because you spend so much time looking yeah. at something, you know, it's like you just get, you're so biased against your own work. It's true. Usually like after a year or so, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, that was fine. Yeah. What, why was I being so hard on myself? I know. Yeah. But I, but then also, and this is something I struggle with and I talk, talked about in the last podcast is like, I, I f- sometimes feel like that feeling of it not being good enough is also what propels me in a yeah, way. Yeah. And it's, and it's bad. It's dangerous. It's, so that is dangerous. It's dangerous to, to work that way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's terrible. And I have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know I have to stop thinking that way. For sure. For sure. Okay. You're going to be my guru. Now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm <like> not qualified. <laughs> oh my God. Tell me, I, you sort of talked to me uh, last time I saw you, you're working on some cool new project. I saw like Maybe some snippets on yeah. your Instagram. I would tell me about this. Dude. It's like very intricate. Oh yeah, um, with like sort of like floral. Yeah. Patterns. So I'm kind of introducing that into all aspects of my work. So moving forward, I'll be doing some murals, installations, um, and one in a Gastown restaurant, one in a clothing manufacturing spot, and um, I'm working on a painting series as well. But it's all stemmed from me getting super bored of typography and oh. and not in a sense of like I I mean I love words I love messages that's something that I know that I connected with for a reason and and I'll continue to always use text in my art but I got super bored of the of the way type is kind of represented in and lettering is represented in like the ethos where you know and I'm also also guilty of it but we all just copy each other Mm -hmm. all calligraphers Mm -hmm. letterers Mm -hmm. you know we all just kind of like 
the work is almost interchangeable sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, I just, I, I don't, I don't like that feeling. I don't like, yeah. I don't like, I don't, I mean, well, we have to sometimes, you know, kind of look at other people's work and kind of absorb it. We're all like guilty of subconscious copying, mm-hmm. whether we know it or not. Yeah. So for me, it's like, how do I differentiate from, differentiate from that? Because this isn't working for me. I like make something and someone thinks that it looks like this. I make something, someone else makes something that is a blatant copy of yeah. it. And we all just kind of change and you can't help it. So I was like, okay, hey, how do I how do I change this? And and for me, it was really inspired through my trip to Europe where I saw these ornate, beautiful fixtures that were just were cascading over everything, like the architecture, the, the, the entrance ways, like mm-hmm. all the art is so intricate and beautiful. And we're stuck in a culture where, you know, the faster you can make stuff, the better because, you know, Instagram mm-hmm. is, uh, you post something every day. Mm-hmm. It's like, what about something that takes time? Yeah. What about something that is so detailed and intricate that it can't be easily replicated or copied? Yeah. So I got super inspired by looking at like vintage Hermes pieces, vintage, like all these crazy scarves and all this kind of stuff and and I started looking at how I can incorporate that into my work more yeah so how that interlaces with the text and further perpetuating the messages through ornate detail wow yeah so hope I mean like let's see how it goes (laughs) I'm still working on that it takes a long time yeah I'm sure it's gonna be amazing oh thanks how do do you like if there are projects for people like how do you figure quoting something like that because it's like yeah obviously gonna take forever I haven't figured that out yet yeah yeah (laughs) well I mean that's what I think of like everyone not just like you need to be always top of mind creating stuff and putting stuff out there you actually like need to meet deadlines and often Mm -hmm. clients aren't giving you a lead time of six months or giving you like no i know weeks i know so i haven't found an answer to that so far the answer has just been like working really 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 hard and waking up mad early and just getting it done but yeah yeah well and and then like once you start like getting that stuff out there then then people will ask for it and you'll be like, well, I need this much time. There's like... Totally, exactly. Yeah. I'm getting a, a hint of it for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think um, that style will last for a while for you? Or do you think you'll get bored of it? Like, are, I don't are you know. Like That's a, a good question. I kind of see it being... I don't know. Do you ever feel this way where like you have an idea and then all of a sudden you see it everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. It's like, I, it's this thing by like Carl Jung, Jung his like idea of the collective subconscious totally it's like the crossword is easier to do the next day yeah like the yeah. one in the paper because yeah. everyone everyone's already done the, it the answers there you are go exactly the, yeah. so i feel like that's kind of i think also when you're kind of tuned in that that kind of stuff happens to you a lot yeah so yeah, i sure. feel like my ideas like i'm seeing them a lot and like that's great i think that's a good sign Another thing, though, is, like, if you don't make it, then someone else is going to make it. Yeah. So you have to make it. That pressure is scary, though. It's a scary, it is. It's a it is. But it's, like, pressure. you owe it to your ideas. You know, like, yeah. I heard this thing where it's, like, we don't have ideas. Ideas have us. Mm. And I love that because it's, like, we actually have an obligation to the idea. Because if we don't use it, then it's going to, you know, hop to the next I, the next person because I think ideas are actually entities like they can visit you and they, mm. they they can leave you just as easy too Interesting. if you don't pay attention to them oh man I feel like I get so many and I know it's just that I can't hard. I can't do them all I can't I don't have but time. you have to try <laughs> oh do I <laughs> I know well like I mean if it, if it doesn't stick then it's not for you right so oh, man, I, I, I feel know. that way too but it's, it's tough though like it is tough like living like 
yeah, it's good to have ideas and flights of fancy, but then like you also have to eat, you have to pay rent, and it's like fuck. Like I know. When do you do you, like balance. like do you have time to like just play? Or I guess that's what this sort of is. Yeah, my work is, is my play. Yeah, that's like I mean, like I I'm still working on the paintings, and and that's kind of like where I, you know, thirty minutes here, an hour there. Yeah, like that's kind of my play. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I think that's kind of where. I, I've kind of gotten into a groove where I like what I'm making, so it's not like I have to set aside time to do that. And also, all the projects that I do have on the side have just, like, weaseled their way in there. Yeah, somehow. yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it works out. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, talk to me about um, hip-hop and why. I mean, I don't know if you're, like, over all that stuff now. Oh, no, I still love it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Like, tell me, like, why hip-hop and how did all that, like, the street script Right, how that start? all started? Yeah. Okay, so um, growing up, I had an older sister. Her name was Jackie, and Jackie is six years older than me, and I thought she was so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was the coolest sister ever. She just, you know, she drove a car. She would always blast this music super loud, and... It was always rap music, it was always hip-hop music. So when she wasn't home, I'd go into her room and I'd listen to her CDs and I'd pretend I was her. Yeah, yeah. And even what's worse is that I, and this is so bad, but if you didn't have an older sister that you snooped through her stuff, then you, were you even like, do you, were you even a sibling? Like, yeah, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> so I would go through her journals, which is so bad, but awesome. I would be so mad at myself. Um, but... So I went through her journals and she would take quotes from songs and she'd relate them to her life. And I thought this oh, was amazing. so brilliant. Yeah. yeah, it was it was so beautiful like how how simple how simple an idea that is, but she just did it so she'd like be like an Erica Boudou whatever. She'd write it down and kind of like journal about what she's feeling. And I copied the shit out of her. Like I just yeah. love that yeah. idea. So yeah. I'd like go in my planner, I'd do the exact same thing, <laughs> you know. Like the same lyrics. Exactly. No. Like <laughs> yes. But so even though I stopped snooping through her stuff eventually, I got to an age where this became a habit for me. Mm-hmm. So I would be at school and instead of drawing, you know, instead of doodling faces or whatever, I'm, I'm like, I was always an artistic kid. I would draw words and mm-hmm. I would draw mm-hmm. lyrics and I'd draw numbers and just, you know, s- subconscious, like whatever's coming to me. Yeah. And then eventually it got to a point where it's like all over my sketchbooks, it's everything. And then one day a friend, I was 21 at the time. A friend looked at my sketchbook and he was like, can you do this for me on my wall? I was like, yeah, I could do that. It was like a Chief Keef lyric. Like, that's the shit I don't like. (laughs) So random. (laughs) And uh, so I did it. And painting it big on his wall, on his closet, it was, I mean, it was so bad. But it standing in front of it and having, like, the visceral experience of something being bigger than a piece of paper or something being larger than yourself, like it gave it new meaning. Mm-hmm. And then I kept that, that kind of stuck with me. And I started to have these ideas of, okay, well, what if that was in the street? What if I had these like, you know, really nostalgic lyrics, these really like gut visceral things that would grab your attention and surprise you when you're not expecting to see them. Mm-hmm. So. It all started from that. It all started like, okay, what lyrics would would look good here, and and just putting in them in spaces where they weren't expected. Yeah. And I didn't expect it to really take off, but it really did. Like it, it, the next like over a span of like two weeks, I uh, like it was nuts. Like this was before like Instagram yeah, really yeah. really started popping off, and like yeah. you know like like 
10 people taking photos of my stuff was like a big number kind of thing. I remember but just like seeing them and being yeah, like, being like oh, the weird. Did those yeah, people? they're weird, right? And yeah. like, I didn't really sign my name. I put Streets Grip because that's the name that I came up with. But mm-hmm. like, nobody knew it was me. Nobody knew it was a girl. None of that. Yeah. Like, I, I have to be honest, I didn't think it was. Yeah. At first. And that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, but yeah, no, I still, I mean, that work has translated from, you know, being a quote unquote street artist, like, that work has translated into, you know, my projection series where I mm-hmm. use, a, a, like, a big projector to, to scale buildings and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's always been about the, the, the lyrics and the words and what those mean and how, what they, the, like, feeling of nostalgia they induce mm-hmm. and um, how it creates meaning for the viewer. But there's something about, like, hip-hop that's, like, very, like... It's got a lot of like bravado. Yeah. But so does like making these like really big quotes. Yeah. And you're kind of making things like bigger and bigger. Even like your name, like, is that even like your born name? Mega? Like, yeah. No, that was an accident. <laughs> my friends just, <laughs> it's so stupid. It sounds like it on purpose, but my friends just type out Megs and it auto corrected to, to Mega. Mega. Always. And it's so lame, but. <laughs> no, but it's kind of like it makes sense. Like, you yeah, know, you no, like to I make like this it. like no, larger I, than life totally. work and your yeah. name is like that. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's, that's one way you could look at it. <laughs> yeah, like talk to me about like scale. Like, um, are you always making stuff that's like pretty big or are you ever making smaller, smaller works? works I, like, it's, like, I like working large scale, but um, I'm realizing that time is is more lenient towards smaller ones. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see with these paintings coming up, but yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, like how big are they? Uh, I'd say, I don't know. Not that big, probably like 4 or 5 feet high. That's still pretty big. I mean, that's pretty big. I can't I can't make tiny things. Yeah. I yeah. can. I'm just not. Well, it's hard to get like all that detail especially exactly. yeah, if that's yeah, what, yeah. what you're going for. Totally. And like when you're making stuff um for clients, I mean, that's like the artwork, so you're painting it, but like, are you always painting? Is that your medium of choice? Or are you, um, what are you no, using? No, I've been, I, I have to make things digitally. So, yeah. but I mean, I always start by hand. Yeah. It's always about like a full day of sketches by yeah. hand. And then, then that translates into digital work and yeah. the digital into, again, by hand, if I have to paint it or yeah. something like that. Are you using like a tablet? Yeah, now I just started just yeah. using a tablet. It's kind of so weird. It's very, it's very like, I know. it's like kind of too slick. I know, yeah, it's weird, it's it's strange. You but. can get these things I heard that, like, you can put over it that, like, slows the pen down a oh, bit. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. yeah, I've been thinking about it, because it's, like, it does, it feels too fast. I know, yeah. Which is, there's no I'm just, no like, grit. so old school, though, I just, like... Well, yeah, you don't need to do it that way, of no. course, but it is sort of handy. Like, Yeah, I, I, no, I know, I yeah. really need to evolve with that kind of uh, stuff, I know that. I don't know, do you? I mean, if you're talking about going back to... That's true. Taking time, like yeah. other people, t- and making stuff that no one can replicate. Yeah. In a way, I don't think you do need to. That's true. You know? That's true. Like, how did, how did, oh, man, I was just looking at some old posters just from, like, the 70s, mm-hmm. and, like, it, they're so intricate, and, like, they didn't have computers. Like, everything's, like, I cut know. and paste. It's insane. Yeah. It would have taken hours. Yeah. Not hours, days. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's some artists who, like, kind of have that quality, but it is very, like, they just have their ways in Photoshop kind of thing. Yeah. Like, there's this one artist, his name's Robert Beattie, and I love oh, I know. his I lo- work. I don't, do you know how he does it? Yeah, I, I looked it up because I was so interested. Oh, shit, I should look it up. So is he, it easier than No, it it's looks? really hard. It's okay. like he he creates these, he creates everything in Illustrator, essentially. Yeah, okay. And then he masks every piece of his work oh. in oh, Photoshop. Okay, so he does it as I assume he would. Okay. Yeah, but then yeah. it's like, 
all this intricate work that goes into each layer. Oh, that would take forever. Yeah. Yeah. And the shadowing and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. And then I don't know just how he finishes it. It looks so good. It looks, and it's so his style. Yeah. And that's something that's interesting too. Like, do you feel like you, you want to have like a style that's like you when you see it? And are you looking for that? Yeah, I think with my text, I kind of already have that. Mm -hmm. I didn't intentionally do that. It's just like what, how it developed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's tough though because you see stuff you want to try and it's like oh, I know, is and it? that's the thing. It's like I love that quote by Carrie James Marshall where it's like the type of um, the type of consistency you have when you write your name is not the type of consistency you need as an artist because being an artist is all about choices yeah. and how fluid you move from one decision to the next. Yeah, and like you know, if you are an artist, realistically, you have to make art for forty years. And one style is not going to entertain that 40 years. Like, usually it doesn't. You have to evolve with the times. You have to evolve with your with what's being demanded of you. Totally. So I think it is definitely a good mark to be able to be like, oh, that's a piece by whatever. But at the same time, there's something to be said for being like, oh, it's crazy that they made this. And it's completely different than what you thought. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's also tricky, too, because, like, if you're, you're, like, kind of in the world of design, too, and there's, like, a different yeah. thing where you have to, well, you have a client and they have their own shit they put on mm-hmm. what you're making yeah do you find that difficult working with clients or they're usually like down for whatever you're doing no definitely not I, I get asked a lot to do like my old kind of style yeah. and that I mean that's cool I'll I'll do it but I'll try and introduce new ways of yeah showing it yeah because again I went through the, the whole thing of I'm bored with this I can't I can I can't put love into something that I'm bored with like I just yeah yeah. It doesn't work with me. Yeah. So I always have to make it that I'm really interested in making it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say something else. It was... Fuck, I forget. Maybe it'll yeah. come back. It might come back. <laughs> okay, we're going to play a game and then maybe, oh, okay. maybe it'll come back. All right. So um, it's like a game called Happy Sad. So I'm just going to say okay. a thing and you can say happy or sad and you can expand Okay. On that. And this is if it makes me happy or sad yeah, or, or if it is objectively yeah, happy or sad. Yeah, for, for you. Okay. For you. All right. Okay. Um, MySpace. Happy. Yeah. Good memories. Yeah. Did you have a MySpace? I had a MySpace. Again, I copied my sister a bunch on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have like five friends. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's way cooler than me on there. Have you ever looked? I feel like I looked, I tried to find mine because like everything's still like out there and I did find it like along, like maybe before. Oh, it's all still up there? But it was like right before Justin Timberlake like took it over. I don't even remember my username. Yeah. You know what was better? Nextopia. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do that one. That was like a Canadian treasure. No, you no, didn't? no, I didn't. Oh, that was hilarious. That okay, was like high school. Hilarious. So okay, okay. Um, we're going back again. Uh, the brand No Fear. Never heard of it. What is what? what? You've never, you know, like those shirts. And they would say like No Fear. With no. That like crazy like like goosebumps lettering. I don't know. Oh, do you sick! Know? I have no idea. No, I've never seen them. <laughs> Okay, well, something for you to look up after okay, then. Neutral, I thought for sure neutral. you would know. No, okay, I'm, okay. I'm surprised. Maybe I don't know a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> I'm bring, I don't know. Maybe our age difference is, like, bigger than I think. What? No. I don't know. How old are you? I'm 27. Okay, I'm 35. So oh, that's not that so bad. So maybe a little bit. A little bit. Anyway, bit. anyway, okay. Moving on. Uh, Jessica Hish. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, wait. No, no, no. You know, letterer. Yes. Okay. She's the been called the, the, the. No. Oh, fuck. That's, that's Jessica, Jessica Walsh. Walsh. Oh, my God. Who's Jessica Hitch? She's been called the Meryl Streep of lettering. 
You know what? This is kind of good, though. (laughs) Yeah, right. This is kind of good, though, that you're in a way like siloed from all that because that's why you're making stuff that's original. Yeah, I mean, I can't, like, if it, like, I get super bored with perfection. So if someone's like really perfect at something, like, I don't even bother looking because it's. It would like compared to your work, it's it's quite cute. Like, oh, I hate um, I hate that. But she's like <laughs> a proficient letterer. Like, okay, big well, time. that's awesome. <laughs> 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 no, I was curious on your take, and now I got it. Uh, Great, yeah, there we go. hot takes. Yeah, sad. We'll go with sad for that one. Sad. No offense. Hey, no, it's not me. No um, okay, rap rock. Like Kid Cudi or like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> you know, I never got into Limp Biscuit, but I wouldn't. Like, I love Kid Cudi, and sometimes okay. he makes rap rock, and yeah, yeah, that yeah. Linkin Park song yeah. with Jay-Z's sick, so... Okay. You know, I don't hate it. Okay. It doesn't make me sad. All right. Yeah. What are you listening to right now? Right now, I, um, I'm listening to a lot of jazz, actually, because that's yep. what I work to. Yep. So, I love listening to jazz. I love... But then I also love rap music. I don't know. Just like... More like soulful side of stuff. Well, no, not like uh, no, because I still like the f- the type of rap music that makes you make ugly faces. Like, okay, you know, okay, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you guys could see it <laughs> like that. But um, we'll yeah. get a picture of you doing. Yeah, that. yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. So jazz and rap music. That's about it right now. Do you think you listen to like like older stuff or like new stuff too? A mix. Yeah. 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 Keep it spicy. And you're always listening to music while you're working? No, a lot of times I listen to books. Like, oh, books. Okay. Yeah, because or, it's yeah. like, an, uh, I, I mean, I love reading, but when you're making art, it's you hard. need something in the background. So I take in a lot of the books I read through audiobooks. Okay. And podcasts and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, who in the, oh, this is not this game anymore. We're, <laughs> we're over this game. <laughs> Game is over. Um, but, yeah, just, like, who in the city do you think is, like, doing it? Who Or anywhere. Who's, like, inspiring to you? Ooh. In the city? It doesn't have to be, but. Well, okay, I really love Scott Sumi. I love yeah. his work. I think it's so it good. Great. Yeah. He's so good. Um, oh, my, I'm working with Tierney Milne oh, right yeah, now. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. She is the hardest worker at ever met in my entire yeah, life she's prolific for sure yeah it's crazy like we're working on this project together right now and <laughs> the week nights when she just like doesn't go to bed I know. i'm like <laughs> she sends me an email at like 5 a.m like why did are you what the and she's like yeah, I, didn't, I just didn't go to bed i'm like what yeah she's crazy <laughs> she's nuts and i'm like damn i wish she, it, it's really inspiring um in the world, I'd say, I mean, I'm really fortunate that I have some good homies that are really good artists, like Jacob Rochester in L.A. Like, he is just so good. He's good. I can just tell he's going to be crazy in, like, 10 years. His work is just so good. So good. He's already done work for, like, Jordan. and Amazing. Yeah, he's so good. Um, New York, Shane Griffin is uh, one of my favorites, too. He's, one of, he's like, does these crazy colored photography okay yeah just you just we're, have to we're, gonna, we're gonna link to it yeah, and find yeah. It. um again robert bd yeah i mean i have lots of people who i just like look up to but i think those are like the closest to me that are very very uh prolific yeah do you yeah. have a dream client hermes oh okay yes oh. my i will make an hermes scarf one day Good, putting it out yes, there. Yes, yes. <laughs> manifest it. You're going to manifest well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, 
what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for coming to talk with me. Oh, yeah, of course. Anytime. All right. That was awesome. Sadcast is produced by Naomi Ryan and Sad Magazine, and we record at the Vancouver Public Library. My song choice for today is from Aid Wolf, a.k.a. Tasty Dosh. I think hip-hop feels really nostalgic for me because I used to listen to it a lot as a teen, but I hardly do anymore. And when I do, it's like from that golden era, like mid-90s vibe, Tribe Called Quest type style. But uh, this newer track from Aid Wolf takes me back to when I was about 18, listening to Miss Dynamite and thinking I was so cool driving around in a car with no heat but a bump and sound system. Anyway, I, th- I think you'll like it too. So here's the track Dynamite from Vancouver's own Aid Wolf. Introducing Tasty on the track Been sitting on a cactus Now I'm up and active Please forgive my lapses Cause I've been procrastinating Now it's time for be gripping Motherfucker we don't play around here Cause I'm trying to think straight But my mind is square And my courage is far But my time is rare I'm happy that you're here Try be the circle, swagger just like Seseko Higher the pants on Urkel, steady passing a purple So baby, let's get it on Cause anytime we kiss, you know this Baby, got me mashing up my brain Take away the pain, only for high Any touch is calling on my name Grab me so insane, ready for the All the chicks be liking when tasty on the mic. Me not on a Viking, but sweeter than icing. But I'm just telling stories of my life and things that I've seen. So super fragilistic the way I use my linguistics. I bless it evangelistic. So playful but still autistic. Addicted to Mary's kissing. But niggas don't get it twisted. Just listen, it's so delicious. Nutritious, but yeah, fetishious. In circles passing the swisher. Bible up on my dresser. Hoping things will be better, but my sins are getting lesser. Daily I'm under pressure. Daily I'm under pressure. Anytime I kiss her. Hasta la vista. Cause baby girl be mashing up my brain. Take away the pain, only for a while. Any touch is calling on my name. Promise so I'm staying ready for the high. Anytime we kiss, baby girl, you know this. Then no, no, let's go, baby girl. Yes.